they did suck at LA. She's right. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Of course, this is your PHNX D-Bags podcast. Uh, this is our post-series show. I am your mayor of PHNX, Derek Montia. This is your social media goddess of PHNX, Michaela Perkins. And we, of course, are joined in the corner now. We've relegated Jesse, the vice mayor, to the corner uh, because he's been bad. And, yes, uh, Jesse, how are you doing? Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. I, I have been bad. The moment I leave, the Diamondbacks win two consecutive games. Yes. So yes. maybe this is for the best for everyone. Jesse, you also know that all of this good stuff happened after I dapped a baby in the press box. That really I, happened. I, can't I did confirm. not pull my hamstring. And the Diamondbacks went on to win two games against the Los Angeles Dodgers. We're excited about it, obviously. Thank you guys so much for joining us. So can we talk about my title for a second? The social media goddess? I want something other than the social media goddess. Okay. Because I also am on this podcast. Yeah, you have more, more to you than that. I feel so like I should have some mayor title associated with my name now. Oh, uh, see, everybody, everybody, see? <laughs> so you see what happens? I start giving out fictitious titles, and now people actually want promotions <laughs> around here. Well, we'll figure that out, definitely. We'll get you a better title than that. It's just such it's an all-encompassing title for you and what you do for us. But, of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Uh, get down on the NBA playoff action. New customers can bet just $5 on any NBA team to win, and you will get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, apologize for any issues I'm having with my microphone, apparently. But, uh, again, we thank you guys for joining us. I'm just so excited. I, I Microphone or not, I will shout without a microphone because the Diamondbacks beat the Dodgers. I'm surprised. They really stepped up in this game, in this series. And most importantly, they have been playing uh, a lot of they, – they, they've been making a lot of mistakes. Yes. And in the last – Yep. 48 hours, we saw them play, play some relatively error-free baseball that led to their first series win. Of yeah, the coming into the game, they led the National League in errors with 17, uh, which is not great, not a great way to start the season, especially when you're so used to seeing the Diamondbacks being so solid defensively. I think Mike Hazen especially has preached you know, this defense over everything mentality and like winning baseball games through their defense. So to watch them commit so many errors so early on was kind of alarming, at least yeah. for me, because I wasn't used to seeing that. Um, so, you know, knowing that they came in leading the National League with 17 errors, it's like, okay, we need to figure out how to fix this. I think their starting pitching starting off so good. Their offense was horrible. Their defense was horrible. And now this series was finally the series where it kind of all flipped. Like, the starting pitching was a little shaky, especially that first game and the first Zach Davies I don't even want to talk about it type of deal. But the starting pitching kind of looked shaky, and then the defense looked so great, especially yesterday, and the bats were awake again. So they kind of like flip-flopped error, like problems. Um, but I'm really glad to see them doing so much better defensively as well as the bats like continuing to like drive in runs. Hold, Hold on, on, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Good. I'm just going to fix, fix your mic because your channel will echoey. Thanks for your patience. <laughs> It's 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 live it's live internet. It's right? live internet. Live it's totally fine. This is this is how it goes. Uh, Jesse, what did you notice though in those uh, in those games? I don't know. Is my mic echoey too? Am I, no, am I you're fine, Jesse. Okay right it's it's us. Oh, excellent, <laughs> excellent. Um, okay, yeah. I I feel like you guys really hit it on the head when you said that the the script has kind of been flipped here, right? The Diamondbacks for. A number of games this season have been the team making the mistakes, right? Making right. the costly errors, 
seventh, eighth, ninth innings that have unfortunately been enough to turn the game into the other team's favor on multiple occasions. We've seen the Diamondbacks lose multiple games really just because, you know, they made costly mistakes. They didn't necessarily have the other team beat them. They kind of beat themselves. And for once, the Diamondbacks are on the other side of that, right? The Dodgers kind of beat themselves in this game. They really uh, did. As much as the Diamondbacks, you know, as much as the D-backs, I think, played pretty well in this series, I think the story of this series from a Dodgers standpoint is that the Dodgers beat themselves here. I mean, Gavin Lux was throwing the ball all over the place in this game. Freeman uh, missed a pop fly. Uh, um, I guess this isn't a Dodgers mistake. This was an umpiring mistake, but Dalton Varsho got away with a check swing um, and they allowed him to, to head over to first base and they called it a walk yeah. and the Diamondbacks wound up getting an extra run out of that as well. So there were just a lot of things that went in the Diamondbacks favor and, and, you know, this is a, a nice change of pace for D-backs fans who are used to seeing these things work out the other way. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It was seeing things work out in the right way for the Diamondbacks, right? Uh, last night was the same thing, right? The error that Varsho got on and eventually led to some runs being scored. Uh, that was a big mistake on the Dodgers' end. That weird Chris Taylor situation where he didn't think David Peralta was going to catch that fly ball and was halfway between third base and home when they doubled him up at second. Like There was just a lot of uh, a bad baseball on the Dodgers' end. I think here, though, that this is what we, what we talked about when we kind of hark on Lavallo's comment about winning the inches. They won the inches in these games. They played mm -hmm. as close to perfect as they could play. They still made some errors, but their errors weren't as costly as the Dodgers, and they capitalized on the Dodgers' errors when they did make them. It seemed like every time the Dodgers had an error or something like that that happened, that that's when the Diamondbacks were able to score. You know? Yeah, the Diamondbacks just played really smart baseball, and I think somebody in the comments said it. Oh, Martinez said, this is baseball at its finest. Keep playing like this, and the playoffs might not be so far away. I'm not oh, sure if I necessarily agree with the second half I of that. I like that, but yeah. this is baseball <laughs> at its finest. You know, I, I think it all kind of started clicking for the Diamondbacks in this series. Like it all looked like they were working as a team. They were firing on all cylinders and it was really cool to watch. And I'm so glad that their first series win of the year came against the Dodgers because I hate. Yeah. LA. Well, yeah, but it's, um, it's important, right? It's yeah, important for it's belief. It's important booster. for you to believe it's important for them to believe, right? Yeah. They now know that they can beat the Dodgers. Right. And right? if you look at the Dodgers, the Dodgers lineup, like it's intimidating. It's scary. It really like is. they come into Chase Field with like this big macho, like, oh my God, it's the Dodgers. And it's like a David versus Goliath situation where you've got these teeny weeny little diamondbacks <laughs> <laughs> who don't really have the same power in their lineup that the Dodgers do, and they can still beat them. It's like literally David and Goliath. And it's so it was so cool to watch and definitely a huge morale booster, which is so needed. And it, I think these are the moments in seasons that really help get teams back on track. And I hope the Diamondbacks can just take this and build momentum off of it and continue to win. I don't necessarily know if the playoffs are in the picture mm. this year. Uh, well, baseball let's, not get, marathon, let's not get ahead not of ourselves. All right. Let's just get let's take this series win and be excited about it. But you're right. right. I mean, that's the beautiful part about baseball. Baseball has all of these like almost magical like variables that get in the way, right? Yeah. Confidence, self-belief, self-doubt, all of these things that like, I don't know. Yes, other sports go through them, but I mean, you could literally be the kind of guy that can tear the cover off the ball, but somehow because you don't believe 
you can or you think you're in a slump, it literally translates over to an inability to hitting the ball. Yeah. Right now, they have not only the ability to score that they've seen, they've been able to keep these games close. They've been able to keep these games close all season long, let's be honest. Outside of yeah. two or three games, every game they've they've lost, they've been in. In this series, they just kept it close enough for their offense to do what it's done over the past 10 days and score just enough runs for them to win. Yeah, I, I mean, the offense, I don't know if the offense today was necessarily like, you know, the biggest part of the win for the D-backs. I mean, two hits is not necessarily but, what you're looking but, for, but, Jesse, but it was I mean, adequate. But, it was I mean, adequate, for sure. It's, it's getting the timely hits, right? They Entering this series, they were like, uh, or actually entering this game, they were 7 for 37 with runners in scoring position. So getting guys on base and getting them over to second, even if it's based on an error by the Dodgers, wasn't. it's not a slam dunk for, for the Diamondbacks to, to drive those runs in, right? The Dodgers had sure. fewer uh, fewer opportunities than that. They were able to convert one of them based on a Diamondbacks error that they made. So like the, the mistakes really were the reason why any runs got scored in this game. Can we talk about Zach Gallen? Please, oh my I absolutely need to talk about Zach Gallon. I mean, this what guy's incredible. What a performance. Go ahead, Jesse. He's had, he's had just a crazy start to the season. I mean, he's pitched 15 innings over three starts, and he's allowed one run. I mean, it is it has really been incredible for him. I think he's allowed six hits total over his three starts so far this season. And yeah, I mean, today... It was, I think this was his most impressive outing, even though, you know, his last outing was was great as well. But doing what he did against this Dodgers lineup. Right. I mean, I think the Mets lineup is good, too. But my goodness, I mean, Trey Turner, um, you know, batting third and, and just the whole top of the lineup is stacked with Freddie Freeman, with Mookie Betts, with, you know, Cody Bellinger is in there. Chris Taylor's in there. There's just it, it's a ridiculous lineup. Right. And yeah. and seeing Zach Gallen do this against this caliber of team. You know, I, on one level, you're like, oh, he's just going toe to toe with Julio Urias. You know, I, they pitched roughly the it was same. Such you know? a good pitching matchup. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> yeah. And, and we talked about that, Jesse. We talked about how maybe some of those changes made to the lineup when Tori did make them in Washington uh, when they had that double header was kind of looking down the road at what the, the matchups would be with this Dodgers team, perhaps. I have no way of knowing that because we didn't get confirmation from Tory, but it seemed like sure. they essentially sent out their their best opportunity to win yep. this series, and it and it worked. Uh, I think Brute Squad said that shrewd managing by Tory to make our first series win against the Doyers, absolutely. Not to mention the fact that let's say there is there has been some shrewd managing by Tory with the pitching staff, right? We've seen them kind of have these guys on a bit of a shorter leash, so that way we wouldn't see those starters give up that big inning and, and kind of ruin their outing. And it's worked. I mean, Merrill Kelly and Zach Davies both gave up some runs early on, but they were able to bounce back and keep the team in the games. Unfortunately, yeah. Merrill Kelly's outing, they weren't able to get any offense, but in Zach Davies outing, and again with Zach Gallon, they were able to do just enough to give this team enough offense to win, right? I'm not going to split hairs about how much offense there is at this point. I'm just excited that they're scoring when it's important. <laughs> And more importantly, I'm excited that the bullpen, even though it's been a bit of a roller coaster with Ian Kennedy and Mark Melanson at times, seems to be able to do 
the job, even though, again, Kennedy was the one that gave up the run today. But yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if I agree with you on that. Well, I mean, Kennedy, again, <laughs> Kennedy I mean, Kennedy really has been a, a bit shaky, despite the fact that he had a bit more of a solid start. Yeah. But Mark Melanson has been really good for this team. Yeah. Uh, in, in these save opportunities. Also, too, how cool is it to see Nick Ahmed hit a home run? Yes, I right? am like the biggest Nick Ahmed stan. I'm so glad <laughs> that he is back and in the lineup and playing baseball just because I think he provides such a valuable piece in his like leadership qualities and his like seniority on the team. Right. And so I was really bummed when they had to start the year with him on the injured list. But to see him back in the lineup, freaking smashing the ball, got a home run, his first of the year, right? Yeah. So great to see. I'm so happy that Nick Ahmed is back just because I think he provides so much more to this team than just like his defensive skills um, on on the diamond. Well, and the bigger thing here is that we, uh, you know, it feels like the team's better defensively yeah. with Nick Ahmed there. All of a sudden, I feel Nick like Ahmed comes back, and the, and the mistakes that we've been seeing kind of – I'm not going to say they stopped altogether, but it feels like there's sure. been less, and, and defense is a little bit tighter. He's a magical man. Um, <laughs> the same way that I feel about Merrill Kelly taking the mound, just like a sense of calmness, that's how I feel about Nick Ahmed at shortstop. <laughs> like, I just feel so much better. And that's not to take away from Geraldo Perdomo. Perdomo. I still really like Geraldo as well. But um, I think Nick just, like, provides me that sense of like comfort and familiarity and just like utmost confidence like when he's out there that I just appreciate about him when he plays. Yeah. I I can't can't agree enough. What do you what do you think, Jesse, about having Ahmed back? I think it's really big from an offensive standpoint too. Um obviously event. Nick is yeah, Nick is not necessarily known for his hitting, but against lefties, he's been one of the D-backs' best hitters over the last few seasons. So having him back is huge. Having Jordan Luplo back for a game like this is huge. Obviously, only the two hits. Julio Urias was really a handful in this one. But the Diamondbacks' offense against lefties looks a lot more formidable than it did you know, a couple weeks ago. And, and on the whole, I mean, this Diamondbacks team is 8-11. I mean, if you had told all of us from the beginning of the season, right, that they would that they would come out of this hellish start to the season, right? The schedule that they've had has just been crazy, okay. right? Probably right. one of the one of the strongest schedules that, that any team has had so far. To come out eight and eleven is really pretty good for this Diamondbacks team. It's exactly, I think, where we what before the season we would have taken that as a win. Yeah, oh, to totally. hear that they came Huge out of win. this, you know, yeah. I, I, yeah. I would have happily taken that. I probably would have believed that, you know, I was maybe on some OG's gummies when oh, I heard that. transition. Here I'm we go. I'm just saying. <laughs> I would have thought maybe I, had, I, maybe I had gone with too much of a dosage on my OG's gummies because, of course, we're enjoying them. Jesse, not so much. It's Wait, because I have in, a story about OG's. He's in the Can little box. Yes, please. I want to hear an OG story 100%. Okay, so everybody knows that I really like the Indica orange creamsicle flavor That's ones the because they just around. knock me out and I have the best sleep of my life. Well, I wasn't reading the labels carefully and I took a sativa one yesterday instead. <laughs> <laughs> And I was so dialed in. I was literally on my hands and knees scrubbing my baseboards, like cleaning my entire apartment. Wow. It was the best experience of my life. I have never enjoyed being high oh. more than I have when I take OG's gummies. And I just really need to tell you guys that I'm obsessed with this company and the gummies that they yeah. make. Like, not only do they taste good, but like they just make me the most amazing high person oh. on the face of the planet. All right. Well, it's it's education time. Yes. Uh, and Indica is a, a, it's, it's a strain that calms you, makes you sleep. Sativa 
tends to kind of make you a bit happier and euphoric. Uh, you might have even heard of like hybrids, and that's where they try to blend these two together. But if you're taking <laughs> one and expecting the other uh, sensation, then um, you're gonna you're gonna have a busy night cleaning your floorboards. Apparently, it but was great. That's why that's why you got to make sure check out the label, make sure you know what you're getting, and of course. Uh, stop by your local dispensary. They can help you out. They'll make sure to point you in the right direction, whatever you're looking for as far as indicas or sativas. Grab some amazing scratch-made THC gummies from our friends at OGs. And, of course, uh, get all their amazing flavors. They have a delicious variety of flavors. Uh, there is the tropical orange creamsicle, uh, watermelon. The new flavor, pina colada. The pina colada. Oh, we all tried a pina so colada. Good. It's really, really good. It's really good. That's the, that's the, and, and this is coming from a guy that hates hot pineapples. So let me tell you, pina colada, <laughs> it's the way to go. Also, they're going to have their new uh, mini OGs, three milligram microdose option on May 3rd for those not wanting to dive right into the regular 10 milligram options and spend their nights again awake and watching like every episode of their favorite TV show on binge watch or something. But uh, if you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG's Brands has to offer, go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com to find OG's near you. And let's talk a little bit about the road that the Diamondbacks have ahead because, like you said, Jesse, that was a hellish schedule to start this season. But now they kind of move into a position where it's not to say that it gets any easier because it's still Major League Baseball teams. It's still very hard sure. to go into St. Louis and play the Cardinals there. But uh, the Cardinals much, much are more, a pretty good team. Yeah, much more winnable games than some of the teams they face so far, though. And and they get out of the NL West a little bit for a while, at least for for about six or seven days. I think it's going to be big for them just having a break from. I mean, I think it's it's easy to forget that the New York Mets and the Los Angeles Dodgers literally have the two best records in baseball right Correct. now, right? And the Diamondbacks have played nine games against those two teams so far. So they've literally played about half of their games on the season against the two best teams in the league. Um, and again, to come out of that eight and 11, I think is a huge, a huge victory for them. And moving forward, I, I mean, I think this month has been reasonably successful. Obviously, there are things that need to be cleaned up um, especially the defense, as we talked about earlier. Um, but, you know, if if the Diamondbacks are able to clean some things up defensively and able to find a way to get some of their uh, guys going offensively, this has the makings of a team that I think everyone can agree is a substantially more watchable product than what we saw last year, uh, right? We're not necessarily talking playoffs that, you know, uh, we don't want to be the people who after, you know, the first series win of the season, you know, instantly the Diamondbacks are, are you know, in the thick of the playoff discussion. I don't know. They're the best quite team in baseball yet. right now, Jesse. Let's in the last 48 hours, they are the best team in baseball. Let's not be those We'll people. get there. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We'll we'll see Look what happens. Look at Rockies fans. Right. They thought the Rockies were going to World Series this year after yeah. how they started. And now the Rockies suck again. It's yeah, like, they're back, what, 10-7 right. now? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're coming back down. We knew they would. We knew you would. We told you, yeah, Patrick. You, Actually, Patrick just, told us, but that's whatever. Yeah, I think Patrick <laughs> kind of knew what was going on there. But yeah, I mean, you got to you got to tap the brakes. Really, you can't get too high or too low in the month of sure. April, right? Still, it's just still so early in the season. Uh, but look, guys, I I got to run and and interview a um a Diamondbacks coach uh, for a story Ooh, that I'm about to that's, write. That's right. We've been we've been talking here, about but... this story for two weeks. It feels like, but Jesse has been working on an excellent piece that I can't wait for you guys to all check out over at gophnx.com. So, Jesse, we thank you for your analysis, of course, as always, and go Diamondbacks. Go Diamondbacks. All right. All right. I'll see you guys later. All right, man. I do uh, want to comment on something he said, though. He said, like, 
the way that the Diamondbacks have been playing are substan- it's a easily substantially easily more we can watch them easier. Like it's substantially better watching them than it was last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's super important because I am concerned about baseball as a whole right now. Just like looking at the attendance numbers around the league between the A's, the Rays, the Orioles, the Marlins, like it's kind of scaring me. And the Diamondbacks are kind of on like that same wavelength as those teams are in terms of attendance. Like they're not obviously packing the stands every night, but they're, you know, they're not like the worst in the league when it comes to attendance. Sure. And I just like think that having baseball games like today against the Dodgers makes it so much more like People are so much more willing to go out and spend money at a ball game and like watch that product than they would be if it was like how it was last year. So I just really want to encourage people to like get out there, support the team, like support the Diamondbacks, because I think there's going to be moments like there were today that are going to happen throughout the entire season. And I think this team is worth supporting. Like it's not a dumpster fire where, you know, Mike Hazen is going out there and saying this team is going to absolutely be garbage and we don't care about what any of you think, like someone in Major League Baseball looking at you (laughs) Reds. (laughs) Um, So I think it's just important to get out there. And I think it's great to watch them be better than they were last year because last year was so miserable. Like, it's so nice to finally have watchable, consumable baseball. I think the thing about the Diamondbacks fan base is, if if you're going to criticize us, is that we tend to only come out in the good times. And that's why I encouraged on a piece that I wrote to just go out and enjoy the moments, right? Yeah. Enjoy moments like this series. Mm-hmm. Enjoy that opening day walk-off win. We've had 20 games played. Right, 20, 20 games played, yeah, nineteen games played, there, yeah. whatever. Uh, they're eight and eleven now, mm-hmm. so that's nineteen games played. And yeah. I mean, they've already <laughs> delivered. I feel like, I mean, even last year they had a n- multiple no hitters. I'm I'm sticking with that. Uh, One no hitter, and, and, <laughs> and you know some some great moments, right? Yeah. But this year already feels like we've had more moments of joy and happiness, yeah, more exciting sure. moments from this team than we had of in all of last season. Yeah. I know things started off slow and I know it was easy for people to immediately fall back on the shit. Here we go again. Yeah. Right. And it's true. I get it. Right. Don't <laughs> I cover this team. You think I didn't say shit. <laughs> well, here we I'll go be the again. First to admit, you couldn't pay me to go to a Diamondbacks game last year. I'm sorry. I would, there's no shot in hell that my butt would be in a seat watching the product on the field that they had last year. So like, I'm the first to admit that that, that was me last year too. But it's just great to see so much of it. I think, obviously, like a big difference in this team. No, I, I and I'll even say that from the opposing fan perspective, which tends to be a bit of a sore point for fans, right? They don't yeah. want the building filled with opposing fans. Right. Well, then the only choice we have is for us to get out there and fill up that stadium, right? That's the only choice. It's understandable for there to be this attrition in in fans attending games, right? Totally. There was a lockout. There was a middle finger held up by MLB Mm -hmm. at both the players and the fans that they, you know, were going to stop baseball until they got their way with this whole negotiation process, right? Yeah. So some people get bitter about that. Some people are petty and they just won't go to games anymore. Some people, and this is probably the bigger percentage, actually don't give a shit. Like they actually don't want to go to games anymore. They actually lost the little interest they had in baseball by baseball doing that to itself. You know, it's the Eric Andre meme of uh, him shooting Hannibal and then being like, who would do this? Right. MLB (laughs) shot MLB's season. And then they're asking who did this. Right. I mean, it's just one of those situations where, at the very least, I've seen more people at Chase Field this year than I felt like I saw at most times last year, with the exception of a Dodgers game on Saturday night like we had. You know, th- this this particular series was a weeknight series. And again, 
the Dodgers fans represented well, right? Yeah, they it's, usually do. It's it's so just annoying. different, right? It's there's they're they're not only the best team in baseball, but there's people that even live here in the valley that have loved the Dodgers for longer than the Diamondbacks existed, yeah. right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, you, the the thing that you can't get mad about though is the fact that anybody's coming to that stadium and paying money to yes. watch baseball there. And right? Omar Martinez says winning fixes these types of things, which it is really totally does. true. Like if the Diamondbacks start winning, more people are going to go to games. So I just, for everybody's sake, I hope that they can continue this positive trajectory. And at least we can get to a point where, you know, it's it's worth watching and worth supporting. <laughs> exactly. Um, and now I will say uh, uh, the Clutch Canuck said uh, Oakland's attendance is actually depressing, even knowing it's a bo- boycott. And that's absolutely correct. It is yeah. depressing. And I think they are averaging like seven thousand yeah. a game. Well, and I mean, I've been at a couple of five thousand, six thousand games last season at yeah. Chase Field, and it's just it's, it's not great. It's depressing, right? There is literally nothing that breaks my heart more than going on Twitter and seeing pictures of empty ballparks like while games are being played. Like it crushes my soul. And let me ask you this. Well, that's (laughs) honestly, man, that's been something, though, since like they they used to make fun of Marlins. uh, Marlins have been made fun of their entire existence about the lack of attendance. But like who wants to go to a baseball game when you're in Miami when there's Miami just outside of the door? I know that I'm like a 90 year old man inside a 25 year old's body. I would pay so much money just to watch Jazz Chisholm play baseball. (laughs) Like I would be the person that would go to Miami just to go to a Miami Marlins game Uh, and sit there and say that I saw Jazz Chisholm play. You and Charlie Sheen. (laughs) You and Charlie Sheen. But I know that I'm in the I'm in the small minority with that though. But um yeah I just I'm sad about it. But it's fine. It's fine. The Diamondbacks won a series and it's the Dodgers. Right. that's the thing is, is we got to build on these moments. We got to enjoy it. But most importantly, we got to get out there and we we have to support the team, I feel like. And, and I, they should I, let steroids back in peace. <laughs> you totally take, derailed that she, she takes these wild swings out of nowhere. The other day, she went on a whole tangent about hating babies. So I know that's why okay, she's not that look, impressed Brute, about Brute me dapping barbecue, a baby in the press box. Brute, Brute Squad Barbecue said 94.95 strike caused 20% drop when they started yes. playing again. Yes. And steroids saved that era of baseball. Nah, so honestly. Nah, she's not wrong about that. <laughs> she's steroids not, back she is not entirely wrong about that. But. <laughs> Uh, going back to Jesse's article, of course, you can get that as soon as he eventually finishes it. Here's the funny thing. Uh, Jesse wanted to talk to Merrill Kelly's surgeon about his uh, his surgery, his his injury that he went through, the yes, thoracic surgery, outlet surgery. surgery. And uh, apparently Merrill Kelly hasn't been able to hold, get a hold of his surgeon himself. But Jesse talked to him for like a half an hour. So that's how that goes. And you'll get that piece eventually over at gophnx.com. Sign up to become a member. I also have a piece coming on the uh, spring training uh, economic impact to the state of Arizona. So get that over at gophnx.com. If you haven't signed up to become a member yet, uh, get your annual membership, get yourself a free t-shirt, get yourself this free t-shirt. A lot, lot of compliments on this one today at the ballpark. So make sure to get yourself a free t-shirt over at phnxlocker.com. You'll get that uh, for being an annual member. If you're not interested in the annual membership, you can sign up for the month to month option and you'll get your first month for just 50 cents. Uh, remember, no matter which membership you choose, members will get members-only discounts over at the phnxlocker.com, as well as access to our members-only Discord, where we will be chatting about baseball all summer long. Uh, of course, looking at the schedule coming up, like we said, oh, uh, we have boy. Paul Goldschmidt and the St. Louis Cardinals uh, coming up. <sighs> they will be heading out on a flight this evening. By the way, uh, they had a very classy celebration last night during their post-Dodgers uh, win and I wonder if it's happening again today. Uh, it was there was a bourbon party going on in, oh. the, in the clubhouse. So I was surprised that they weren't wearing like vests and jackets and smoking, smoking cigars, cigars. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, yeah, again, 
Can uh, I just say I hate I hate looking at, no- at both Nolan and Paul Goldschmidt in a Cardinals jersey. It oh yeah, really, that's uh, it still upsets me, and yeah. I'm still not over it. Every time I see Goldie take the field in a Cardinals red uniform, I genuinely want to die. It's doubly bad for you because it's yeah. both of them from your two teams, right? If I could eradicate the Cardinals off the, <laughs> like, literally the face of the planet, I would do it in a heartbeat. I oh, would that's a strong them. fan base. You're going to have a hard time with <laughs> that. Fight me, St. But Louis, okay? I will say this. As the Diamondbacks go on the road, they got to make sure that as they take the field, that their field is properly trimmed oh, no matter no, where they no, go. don't do this yeah, to me. We're back to this, Mac. What are you talking about? No. If my math is correct, we can, well, you guys can join over 4 no, million no. men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, 20% off and free worldwide no. shipping with the code DBACS at manscaped.com. If my math is right, that's 8 million balls. Oh, my God, no. Don't that is 8 balls. million balls and not... Not the outside to the, not outside, high and outside. We're talking about inside and tight balls is what we're talking about. And make sure that you keep those balls clean and over the plate with the Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped, which you can get over at manscaped.com. Inside this package, for your package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer. That's that's a sensitive one for me. Uh, Jesse still doesn't know about the the ear. It's coming for him, though. The ear hair is coming soon. But, uh, of course, not only do you get the ear and nose hair trimmer, you get the crop preserver ball deodorant. Ball deodorant. That's I a really thing, Mac. This, yeah. Crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag for you to go on the road on your road trips to hold your goodies. So trust me when I say this, fellas. Uh you won't you won't mind your balls, you know, being outside of the strike zone as long as you take care of them with manscaped.com. Get in on the action. Once again, 20% off free shipping with the code DBAX at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping. Unlock your confidence, much like the DBAX have at the plate, and use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. That's like the equivalent of like your grandma seeing you naked. Like that was so <laughs> awkward. <laughs> That was so uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. I said, when do you want to do it? Go. I said, when Max on the show is when I said I wanted to do it. If you're watching this, you better go to Manscaped right now yeah. and use that code just because I, that, that's just because of the, that, the, the yeah. pure embarrassment she pure went embarrassment. through. Oh uh, my God. The lawnmower does work for the ladies too, by the way. Can we stop? Yeah, well, it's in the comments and I'm just confirming oh it was a God. question that was being asked. Just like today, someone wanted to know if David Peralta got his home run ball back last night. It was his 100th career home run and uh, he did get it back yeah he when he walked over to his locker it was in a little uh little case already for him and everything Aww. uh and he had and much some more comfortable talking about baseball yes of course we'll get back to the right that's this kind of baseballs right <laughs> but of course uh yeah that two run home run last night in the eighth inning was just incredible peralta just looks like he's dialed in again that was something that was a bit concerning to me because yeah. I was very excited for his year. Yeah. He looked very good in spring. Even when he was missing, it wasn't by a lot. And then much like the rest of the team, they just kind of uh they they just kind of floundered there offensively at the plate. Cattell Marte continues to have like the hardest hit ball in the game, and it's hit at like a 15, negative 15 degree uh, launch angle, which means it's just like going down straight down the into the ground. ground, right? So <sighs> it's not that he's not hitting the hell out of the ball. 
But then even after we pointed it out in the show the other day, next thing you know, then everything was a fly ball the next yeah. day. So it's like he's either overcorrecting or, or undercorrecting or whatever, but struggling at the plate. But it's great I'm to happy, see David Peralta back on, on yeah, track. Yeah, seeing David Peralta back hitting the baseball is definitely what I wanted. And I think he needs to continue that. Um, but Cattell Marte is just stressing me out like to the umpteenth degree. Yeah. His defensive struggles, his offensive struggles. Like, I don't know what is going on in his head right now, but I really hope that he can kind of work this out because my god is it scary to me how he's performing right now and i think more when you look at the upcoming schedule i think you know the series against the cardinals might not be the best opportunity with the pitching staff that they have but um i think maybe against the marlins it'd be a good time to kind of show up and show out so i don't know i just i hope that Cattell can kind of get it figured out because it's just it's sad to see him yeah struggle. The, there's not a lot of good things to say about Cattell offensively right now unfortunately mm -hmm. um i mean you know he so far his biggest hit of the year was a walk-off sacrifice fly against the astros right so he hasn't had those moments but david peralta has uh that's why in this series even though he didn't play today he is our DraftKings king of the series 375 batting average going three for eight with one home run and two RBI. He has reached base safely in seven of his last nine games. And yeah, he hit that 100th career and go ahead home run last night against the Dodgers. So that alone qualified him for the king of the series, king of the game, king of everything in this one. But can you make uh, a trade noise? Choo-choo. Uh, <laughs> How many choo-choos are there after you, or, uh, after you chug a? How many chuggas are there after you choo choo? choo, -choo. Before you... Just two. Right? No, no, no. How many how many chuggas are there? Chugga chugga choo choo two. No, there's not yeah. two. Chugga 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 choo choo. Or, or there's four or eight. Four or eight is the only acceptable one. No, but can there. you make like an actual train whistle noise? Like hoo hoo. No, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a viral trend on TikTok where people were trying to make train noises, and I really want to yeah. know if people can no, do it. No, I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to make a video. <laughs> we need to go around asking fans around Chase Field if they can make <laughs> train noises, but I, I still love David Peralta being the freight train. I still love yeah. him being who he is. You know, last night he gave the quintessential answer of, you know, they can't get too high off of that one win. You know, they, they had to come back and, and they did today. They were able yeah. to uh, to stay hot. The interesting thing about it, though, is once again, David Peralta was hot in the series and he sits today. Yeah. So uh, I don't I know. I hate that. I hate that so much. Tori it's Lovello's my least favorite thing about Tori Lovello. No, I hate that. I I subscribe to the idea that if you hit a home run in the previous game, you're automatically in the lineup the next day. And I just it bothers me so much when Tori makes those decisions. I just want like just oh, let him play baseball. Brute, um, Brute Squad says food for thought. Should Marte stop switch hitting and just focus on one side of the plate? See, I want to bring that up too. And I don't know if I like that because I think one of the most special things about Cattell Marte is the fact that he is so good at being a switch hitter. I think it was what 2019 that he broke like all these all these types of records yeah, for yeah, hitting yeah. on both sides yeah. of the plate. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the things that makes him so valuable as a player is how effective he is on both sides of the plate. And it, it it, in normal times when he's not struggling is one of the like a secret weapon you could say because you could sure. put him in no matter who's on the other side or who's on the mound and you just have confidence in his ability to hit the ball so i don't know if i necessarily subscribe to that idea but i can see why someone would want to like ask that i, I think it's because once again baseball is this weird sport of habit and right people yeah. you know i i'm i'm i still think he's not right from playing center field defensively at second mm. base I think the MLB network wishes with all their might they could take back claiming he was going to be the top second baseman in baseball this year because I, I don't think that's going to be the case. But Do you think he should 
hit from one side of the plate? I don't. I think yeah. that honestly, it's it's up to whatever he's found success with in the past. I don't think he needs to change that up because yeah. then that's changing what's made him successful, right? Mm -hmm. It might not be working right now, but nothing's really working for him. So it would be one thing if he was hitting righty better than he was hitting lefty or something like that. But unfortunately, he's just not hitting at all. Yeah. It's yeah. like you said, there's no like difference in his righty lefty splits. It's just <laughs> all bad. <laughs> yeah. He was, he, you know, he was this team's MVP last year. He hit 318, you know, and that was in a season when he went through a number of hamstring injuries and other yeah. things, you know, that, that kept him from being on the field regularly. So hopefully we see him get back because the Diamondbacks need him. And honestly, the way this offense is playing right now, the way this pitching staff is playing right now, I'm starting to buy in. Yeah. And I'm starting to believe that this team can win and being competitive. How, how far does that go? I, I don't know. It's yeah. baseball. That's the ridiculous part about baseball. The Giants were supposed to win or, you know, be 500 last year and finish third in the division. And they ended up winning more games than they ever have in franchise yeah. history. That's why baseball is so amazing and why everybody should start going to games. But <laughs> I also like, I think too, like I don't necessarily need the Diamondbacks to be like in playoff content contention to think this season is successful. Like sure. to me, what would make this season successful is seeing breakout performances from players that we need to be pillars of this organization in the future. So yeah. Cattell Marte, I like that. Zach Gallen, Geraldo Perdomo, just these guys that we really need to be special that so that when you have those players that are in your farm system right now finally make it to the league, everything kind of just like melds together and they become that that special team that we think that they have the potential to be. So I, I don't know. I don't I don't need to see them compete for the playoffs. I don't need to see them be like a bunch of games over 500. I just need to see the people that we know on this team can perform to perform at the highest ability so that they can just kind of keep that momentum going in the future, especially when those pieces that we're waiting on finally make it to the big leagues. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think it's an unfair assessment for Tori Lovello to be blamed for the construction of this team and the success of this team, considering that they yeah. really didn't give him the right tools yeah, for this no. team to be competitive. It's right? not to on Tory at all. Like but I feel like this is that's a strategy. Where I feel like it, if if things went too bad this year, that that's where it might fall. So for yeah. me, that uh, I look, she's a Nick Ahmed stand. I'm a Tori Lovello stand. That's the way it is. <laughs> uh, the guy is just an incredible human being, and it makes it hard to to not root for him when you know him and just some of the way he treats some of the people around the organization, not just the players, but everybody, right? Yeah. He truly cares about people and it's hard to find people that are, that you way. know, that way, especially in a position like him yeah. in his, right? So, uh, but yeah, I just, I, I agree. I think the expectations should be, uh, you know, set in a way where we're happy with finishing better than we did last year, seeing an improvement, seeing this team start to emerge. The thing I like the most is the fact that they haven't been giving guys a very long leash when it comes to not performing well. Yeah. You know, they know the talented guys. They they even know when guys are putting together great at-bats, even if it's not translating over to hits mm -hmm. and good stats. They they know the difference, but they haven't been giving, you know, guys that haven't been performing well or haven't really found a place on this team too much time. The thing I like about that is it shows that they are moving on. They're not going to wait for someone to come around. Whereas in the past, last year especially, yeah. it felt like they, they didn't even have a choice because they didn't have enough bodies to fill the team. But uh, again, we thank you guys so much for checking out the show. Uh, big shout out to David Peralta, our DraftKings King of the Week. 
Uh, King of the series, if you guys go over to DraftKings Sportsbook as a new customer, make sure to use our code of PHNX. New customers right now can get down on the NBA action. You can uh, bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game in the first round of the NBA playoffs, and you will get twenty or excuse me, $50, $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what at the DraftKings Sportsbook. And uh, what I was reading that I messed up there is that existing customers like myself can uh, place the same game parlay each day of the first round of the playoffs with three or more legs, and you will get up to $25 back if one leg doesn't hit. Remember, shoot for the moon. Let's get on the suns. Let's uh, let's 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 win big when they win big. The close out the series, you can get a big same game parlay victory. And if you don't hit, then you'll get that $25 back in a free bet. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs, and you will get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and over only, Arizona only, gambling problem, dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And yes, that's what you guys need to do. Go get down on the DraftKings Sportsbook action. Uh, we'll give you my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week tomorrow. You'll have to wait for that. But we thank you guys so much for checking out the show. On behalf of Michaela and myself, we always thank you guys for being here. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. She is at Michaela E. Perkins. Uh, the e show is for electric. E for electric. <laughs> We're going to have to, yeah, she's going to get a nickname around that for sure. But, of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports and at PHNX underscore D-backs. And that's on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for at PHNX underscore sports. If you're watching us right now on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed to our channel. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss live shows like this one and all of the content coming out from the PHNX team. If you're listening right now on the audio podcasting app of your choice, please make sure to uh, subscribe to us there and, uh, you know, leave us a five-star review. She's a five-star lady. Uh, we thank you guys again so much for checking out the show. Uh, Arizona Diamondbacks win against the Dodgers. First series win of the year. Uh, on behalf of Mikhail and myself, it's good times. Thank you guys suck for it, joining LA. us. Big, <laughs> and remember, fat, kids. Suck it. Baseball is fun, but L.A. can suck it. <laughs>